Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Doomsday Clock is out and we are going to be talking about it. This is the 12-issue series, a sequel to Watchmen from writer Jeff Johns and artist Gary Frank. 12 issues, first one is out. Let's go. Uh, Non-spoiler, Zach, what did you think of this first issue? This, it feels like you maybe could have just, if I picked up my copy of Watchmen and it was suddenly a little bit heavier and I just got to the end and this issue was there, it would feel totally natural. Like it, I, I don't know, for me, it felt like I was jumping right back into Watchmen, right back into that universe, get some of the same characters and it has, it ha- definitely has the Watchmen feel and especially the look as well. And for anybody who doesn't know, that is about as much praise for a comic book <laughs> issue as you can get from anyone for, from right. Zach, considering that's his favorite thing ever. Um, yeah, I agree. It sort of feels like a, a natural continuation. I think Johns and Frank did a good job of visually and story-wise sort of feels like a continuation, a sequel that makes sense. Um, yeah, there's differences between if Alan Moore had done something like this, but I think it works really well and it's not a lot happens really in the first issue. Right. Um, but you don't even realize that until you're done and looking back because it's just, it's really, it, you get reeled right back in, uh, right from the start. And so I really enjoyed it. Let's go into spoilers then. Let's not waste any time. Yeah. So we open up with that. The first six pages that they, they gave away as a, a preview. So if you saw those already, you already know what happens, but if you didn't, it's just kind of, um, it really all kind of sets up, you know, what's going on in this world, sort of recaps the events of Watchmen, and then ends with that Warshak reveal at the end that he is alive, even though he should be dead. I so. I thought this was a really good start as well, because it's it sort of also has a, a brief recap of like the big where we left things in Watchmen. If for whatever reason you haven't read it in a while, and we're like, okay, what story, what do we need to know going forward? Well, it's all there in a couple of pages, and... And it was done in a way that fits into the story as well. So as a reminder, this is where everything is and this is what it impacts thing, how it impacts things going forward. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we Rorschach, we find is in prison and he, he escapes and he goes and frees somebody. But, um, there's this, like this awesome, very watchman style setup where he's turning a key while the keys are getting turned to launch like the warheads and i don't know i don't know what you call it but just like that that juxtaposition of like things that are sort of innocent with things that are like totally terrible but they look very similar and keep cutting back and forth it's just very very watchman style-esque and i really really enjoy it. and i'm glad that they did some of those things in this issue yeah and there are there are tons of little nods like that and even in the dialogue uh the elevator yeah. shaft is mentioned uh, by yep. Rorschach and, and lots of little nods and, and winks like that. Yeah. So where he went, he's rescuing Erica Manson, who is the marionette, marionette, which is a, a new character um, that John's talked about that is based on uh, some old Charlton characters, Julie, and then we'll, we'll meet her husband, the mime, which is he's based on um, shoot. I can't remember his name, but there's the, there's the two Charlton characters, Julie and somebody else. I like that they, they also come from there because, you know, that's what the Watchmen characters are based off of those 
those characters. So it, it makes sense to go back to that world. If you're going to create a new character for the Watchmen world, might as well look to uh, their original inspiration. Yeah. Uh, so in the in the process of rescuing her, he she you know she has experience with Rorschach and wants to know. He's like, you should be dead. Prove that you're a different person. And so he takes off his glove and we, we get to see that his skin color is different than what we, the very pasty white that we know is the original Rorschach. So this is, they did not resurrect Rorschach. There is somebody else beneath the mask, which I'm very glad that they, they didn't bring him back. And I think Johns has talked about a lot about how his death was very, had a meaning and they weren't, they didn't want to try to like rewrite that meaning or change it at all. What'd you think of this Rorschach overall? He, I don't know. I mean, I love the Rorschach character and he definitely has some of, you know, he has a lot of things in common with the original Rorschach. Um, but there are some, he seems like more willing to compromise than he like kind of helps people. And well, see like when, when the mime goes to get his weapons, which that part, which is awesome. <laughs> he needs my weapons and he goes and gets invisible weapons out of a locker. I don't know. He like helps him and almost kind of plays along, which I don't think the original Rorschach would do. Um, but yeah, I, I like him so far. I'm just interested to see who he is and see how different he is because I think obviously in this first issue, they're going to have him as similar to Rorschach as possible. And then probably over the, the course of the 12 issues, we'll, we'll really get to figure out how he's different. That's that's really smart way to look at it. I think that's what's going to happen as well. And it yeah, it, it opens up and you can tell it's, it's very similar to Rorschach, but something's not quite right. You know, his memory is not as sharp. Doesn't like writing things down, all those little things uh, that make you feel it's a little bit different. But I do enjoy it, and I still, I know it's a different Rorschach. I still, I don't, I don't usually like read comics necessarily with someone's voice in mind, but it's really hard not to read Rorschach and think of Jackie Earl Haley. Oh yeah, I, I think they'll just have to find if if this gets turned into a movie or something, they'll just have to have like some actor playing Rorschach and he'll dub the voice or something. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> they might have to do that. Um, but yeah, so he wants, he wants Erica and her husband, Marcos, who is the mime to help him find God and save the world. And he also has like a, a countdown of like three and a half hours, but his clock isn't really work. His watch isn't really working. Um, but yeah, the, the find God and referring to God a lot is, uh, we saw that a lot in the button, the Batman and flash crossover, a uh, little mini series thing. And obviously find out that god they're t- referring to dr manhattan and so who um, is i thought that was a, a nice little tie-in as well yeah so he w- was has been gone since the end of which we should point out this is 1992 so a few years after yeah. the end of watchmen and dr manhattan has been gone that entire time and you know it really picks up really does a good job of following up those events and you figure out where all these characters went after that and or if their story hasn't changed at all in the meantime yeah uh, what'd you think of the mime, this new character? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm I'm interested and, and need to see more. What did you think? I I'm very very interested. I, I knowing almost nothing about him, <laughs> just the introduction that he gets is amazing. You know, he's just this quiet guy, and then pretty much takes everybody out and has this big, weird, creepy, goofy Joker esque smile on his face, and then going to get his weapons and everything. I don't know. I, I like everything that I've seen from him so far. And he like holds up Rorschach with an invisible gun at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Rorschach <laughs> does not fall for that at all. Yeah. That's, I'm going to be curious to see how he fits in like going yeah. forward. Uh, so another thing that I noticed 
a nice little touch when they're they're in the tunnel there's a panel with Rorschach and he's like in front of the the split so there's a tunnel that goes left and a tunnel that goes right and it looks pretty much exactly like the night owl mask which you know is another watchman thing is there's little this was a not quite as subtle as most of the stuff in watchman like this is pretty in your face but there's a lot of a lot of times in watchmen where they'll do something up that like set something up like that that is foreshadowing that something about to come but we get the immediate payoff and they they end up in night owls cave whatever you want to call it and ozymandias is there waiting for them were you surprised by the ozymandias reveal uh i don't know if i was surprised but i mean they they had been talking about him so much i'm like well he's got to show up at some point but it is a little weird that rorschach is working for him um so this this rorschach is with him different it's sorry sorry (laughs) (laughs) don't want to make rorschach mad right so uh yeah i don't know i'm interested he's always up to something crazy he's got a new little little cat that he's taking around with him so (laughs) it's good it's good to have hobbies right (laughs) oh but yeah that's when we find out that their mission is to find dr manhattan and that osmandius has cancer and it's spreading and so they need to find him and I guess fix things. But then this is when we cut to Clark. And I, I think up until this point, I, it was so it felt so much like Watchmen that I forgot that this was also going to have Superman and some other stuff in it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> not only am I getting more Watchmen, it's getting to cross over with other stuff I love. Um, so we cut to Clark and he has a nightmare about his parents dying and talks about tells Lois that it was the day that my parents died. He was dreaming about it but says that he's never had a, a nightmare before. So that can't be, that has to mean something, obviously. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> means something. We don't know what yet. Yeah, it, it is looking forward to Doomsday Clock. It is like the collision of the Watchmen universe and our current DC universe. And it, it's a credit to how good this book was. So wrapped up, how, how wrapped up in it I was that, like you, I wasn't really like, oh, when's Superman going to show up or anything like that? And then he did. And I was like, oh yeah, here's Superman. Yeah. Your Superman, his parents died in a car crash. So we don't know anything else about that other than just a, a brief mention there. And we still don't know how he's going to fit in, how that story is going to fit in, what what the nightmare has to do with it, or how that's going to get tied, tied in. You know, We really don't know a ton yet. This is really a setup issue, but it does an excellent job with what it does set up. Yeah, and I, I maybe did a little bit too much reading of stuff, but the, the book that is on Clark's nightstand is a book that exists in the real world from 1940s and it's it was kind of controversial because its main premise was that free will doesn't exist and that like if you if you set up a system and control all the variables you can like control a person or a man or an entire world or whatever and so is like superman trying to do that because he's reading that book or is it is, is it being done is to Dr. him man? right exactly so there's always things like that in Watchmen stuff, little tiny details that reference things like that that you got to pay attention to. Oh, it's definitely not there by accident or coincidence, no. but we, <laughs> you know, probably at the end of 12 issues, we'll look back and say, oh, that's why it's there. Um, but right. right now, it's kind of hard to predict. Yeah, overall, this, this issue was fantastic. Like you said, it just kind of sucks you in immediately right back into that Watchmen universe and almost makes you forget that it's a crossover until Superman shows up. Right. So we know, you know, Rorschach was counting down on his broken watch the whole time. We know there there's again some severe nuclear threats. Where do you think things are going from here? 
Well, it's, you know, I think he's counting down to Doomsday because of Doomsday Clock and because of the nukes and everything. But yeah, I I don't know. I They're obviously going to have to find Dr. Manhattan, but what is he doing? Where has he been? What has he been up to? What is he going to do? I think that's the, the main crux of it. But I, I still don't really know how Superman's going to fit in. And that's I think that's the most intriguing part for me right now. Yeah, I if yeah, I I think there's a lot of speculation and a lot of places this could go, but there's so many options right now. I'm not even capable of of narrowing it down on my thoughts. And I I don't really I like I I like making predictions on stuff, but when something's so enjoyable, I'm just kind of along for the ride like this. Right. Exactly. I you know, if I wasn't so excited about this, I probably would just wait till they're all out and read the trade because I don't like having time in between to think and think up all these different scenarios and try to figure out what is going on. It's just kind of cool to sit down and read it all at once. But I didn't get that experience with Watchmen of waiting in between issues. So now I will get it with this. So I'm interested to see how that differs. Yeah. And I'm not expecting this to be remembered like Watchmen or anything. But if it's anything close, I can't imagine what it was like back in the 80s going issue to issue and being like, what? what's going to happen next, um, right. how things are going to wrap up and, and all that. So I hope it's something similar with this. It was pretty cool also, uh, the, the end of it, to see dedicated to Len Wein. Of course, he was the longtime DC Comics writer and, and everything, and he, he also edited the original Watchmen and just passed away uh, a couple months ago. So that was really cool to see a little de- a dedicated page. Yeah, that was a nice nice touch. All right, well, anything else on Doomsday Clock, Zach? Just excited for issue number two to come out. Well, you got to wait a little bit. So that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.